Hey everybody, this is Nubia. And I'm Francis. We are your dynamic duo of Chronicles Abroad. As always, our goal is to inspire you to travel with passion and purpose. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to Chronicles Abroad. It's a podcast show that uses travel to highlight stories of personal growth. So each week we'll spotlight the stories of courageous world travelers, creative wanderers, and digital nomads who share their incredible experiences of the world through their eyes. If you like traveling, this is what you need. So tune in. everybody what's going on this is nubia and i'm francis welcome back welcome to Chronicles back fraud yeah oh my gosh it's been a minute and i must say that well first let's start off by giving you guys our sincere apologies for ghosting y'all for real yeah we straight up ghost y'all and it wasn't it wasn't intentional y'all. it was us you know it was we've, been gone, we've been gone for a while i think the last series ended in february maybe um i don't mm-hmm. have the the stats it was pre-COVID when we ended because we then started interviewing folks in the midst of COVID. So we still have like tons of interviews that we have not published yet mm-hmm. uh, just because we are, you know, trying to figure out what we're doing with Chronicles Abroad and what we're doing with this platform and uh, with our friendship. So we'll give you guys a little update of like what we've been experiencing, what our thoughts and what we've been up to really individually. And then what's next for Chronicles Abroad? This episode is totally unscripted. There are no interviews. It's just Francis and I sharing what has been going on in our world. So as Francis mentioned, um, we have been on a hiatus trying to figure out what we wanted to do. And it really had nothing to do with Chronicles Abroad itself. It really had to do with our personal relationship with one another as friends and where that was going to go. So we actually went to therapy, (laughs) which I think was amazing. And, you know, many people, especially in the Black community, you know, saying the word therapy or mental health is very much like taboo, like, whoa, you know, but our friendship and ultimately our professional relationship was hanging by a a thread. Yeah. Yeah. And so we realized, okay, we had to figure out, like with any relationship, if you want somebody to be in your life, then a part of this challenge is to uh, figure out how to make that work. Whereas if you don't want that person in your life, then you can, you know, say goodbyes and then move on. And so we both knew that we still wanted the friendship to work and we still knew that we, we loved Chronicles Abroad and, and still loved that platform, but yet we still had to figure out why we were bumping heads a lot. And us bumping heads has been going on for a while off and on and it's just because, you know, we're two different people, we, we process things differently, and we express our feelings differently. And so we have to figure out how to work within the realms of our both limitations and capabilities. And so mm-hmm. we brought in a third party to kind of help us figure that out um, in a neutral stance. And, and, you know, it's hard to have tough conversations. But in order for you to progress, you have to have tough conversations with the people around you and even with yourself, really. 
And to me, this was a testament of growth, you know, because most people would just be like, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's not working, you know. It's almost like, I don't know if you watch Insecure, Francis, but like between um, Molly and Issa. I having just wrapped like, it up, right? I just wrapped it up the other day, yeah. Okay, so I felt like we were going through the same kind of situation, you know what I mean? Where it was like, you know, we weren't necessarily hearing one another, but we were saying like, hey, you know, what should we do? But it was kind of like standoffish. I don't know, it was weird, but... Throughout all that, I think you throw in the amount of traveling that I do in the mix and, you know, just not having the time, you know, you being busy with your um, individual um, projects and endeavors and me doing the same thing. And it was just like we were just crossing, you know what I mean? And we weren't necessarily meeting in the same space. So we needed to have like that tough conversation of, okay what do we want to do? And if we want to do this, what is the commitment that each one of us wanted to bring to to the table in order to see this succeed? And when I say this, I'm talking about A, our friendship. That came first. Chronicles Abroad came second, right? So with Chronicles Abroad, we had to decide, okay, what are our boundaries? Because we still have so many other things, wonderful things going on. And Chronicles Abroad is has been a platform that just like blew up. You know, I'm, I'm sure many of you guys know we were just featured in Travel and Leisure online um, for the top 13 podcasts to listen to right now. And when that came out, <laughs> do you remember, Frank? I was freaking out. I was, <laughs> I was freaking, freaking out. out like, oh my gosh. But it was a true testament to this platform that we created and how powerful it is. And here we were, you know, just not, not realizing from the, from being in, in the midst of it, how impactful this podcast has been to many people around the world. And it just was like, we need to get our ish together and we need to get our ish together sooner than later. Pretty much. We can't let this go. No. And you'll find like, and I just want to highlight sometimes in what I've, realize just working with other founders, especially with co-founders, sometimes, you know, businesses don't thrive because co-founders clash and then the business is dissolved and then it goes to shit essentially. And Mm -hmm. so often you find people just do the solo route, but once you understand your personalities and you understand, like I said earlier, limitations and capabilities, you can work around that, but it takes you being honest with yourself and saying, okay, here's where I was not pulling my weight. So it was both of us saying, here's where we both were not pulling our weight. Why? And I think there was a lot of miscommunication, misinformation and misperception. Um, but also like we, we both kind of tapped out, you know, we both kind of gave up on the idea. We both kind of gave up on what we were doing. We both kind of gave up on each other. And then we tried to work within those realms and that's not possible. And that created a lot of tension. And, mm-hmm. it, and then everything started lacking authenticity, right? And that's not something that me and Nubia are. We're very authentic and transparent people and we weren't living or coming from that place anymore. And so we had to get right with ourselves. And I was about to say, get right with God, but I was <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, so we just had to take a take a look and uh, we're, we're thankful that brought in uh, a coach who helped us do that. And we 
going to meet with her again. And yeah, and this podcasting game ain't easy. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah, you can <laughs> sit in front of a mic all you want and talk about all the things that you want to talk about, which is great. But when you come down to the nitty gritty of it, the back end stuff of it, it's tedious. You know what I'm saying? And to have such tedious things going on. I get stressed. Well, I I won't say that anymore. I don't get stressed out as much as I used to, but I was feeling very overwhelmed and stressed over the back end stuff of Chronicles Abroad, which of course I would never convey like in front of, you know, the audience, whatever, but just know that there are so many different elements to this podcasting game that also got in the way of how we were communicating, right? And the lack thereof of communication. I know you mentioned a lot of miss this and miss that. Like that is how relationships dissolve, right? It's because there's miscommunication somewhere in the mix. So with that said, we are back, y'all. Let's let's like let's harp on the good stuff. I mean, there has been some amazing things happening despite all of the craziness during this pandemic and uprising with you know the black lives matter it's been a lot and i don't want to kind of get into the whole political thing going on because that can take us down a whole nother rabbit hole and on top of that i've been emotionally just spent like literally emotionally spent anybody who knows or has been on my social media knows i took a little hiatus a little detox and i take them pretty regularly now i just don't announce it but i might i might find myself on social media for all of like an hour of a day where i used to be on there couple of hours in a day um, because I just can't handle it. Mm -hmm. So I know for you, Francis, you deal a lot with the mental health community, right? Really trying to get the word out about how important um, mental health is in the Black space. How has that been for you lately for defying resistance? It's been a lot. I mean, I spent, especially when the pandemic went down, I spent all of April and May providing free sessions uh, pro bono sessions for those who were in need. And mm-hmm. a lot of people took me up on the offer. And that too, I, that got me, you know what I mean? I had to reevaluate like, okay, well, this is a lot. So I had to uh, think about my own self-care in that process. Cause it's interesting. Cause one of my friends that I talked to, he's like, who, who takes care of the healers? You know what I mean? Who are out there doing the work. And so I had to, you know, I had to limit that to a certain degree mm-hmm. because I was seeing a lot of people in a, in a week. Um, and hearing a lot of different stories. I was holding space for a lot of grief. People were dealing with a lot, a lot of grief, old grief, new grief, transitions. So it was intense, but I felt very fortunate that people trusted me in that process. And um, I feel like that was, you know, my little, just bringing a little light to the darkness. And yeah, so I think what we can do now is just kind of like share with people what we've been working on. Uh, Why don't you go first, Nubia? What have you been working on? A lot of great things have been happening to you. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. We thank you for your support. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Now back to the show. Cookbook, tea bags, all this stuff. You're just all over the (laughs) map, homie. So... Oh, man. Okay. So first, let me start off with, I don't know how many of you guys listening are firm believers of a mood board or vision board. However, if you've never made one, I highly recommend making one. I've been making vision boards for myself every year, right around the new year for the last few years. And when I look back at the ones that I've made, everything that I put on there for the most part has come to fruition. There you go, (laughs) Francis got hers in the backdrop. 
And for those who are unfamiliar with what a vision board is, it's exactly what it says, right? It's, it's a board that you create based on the way you want to see your reality, right? So on my vision board this year, I put on there successful paid speaking engagements. I put on there um, luxury travel. I put on there... Um, you know, love, love has been on my vision board for the last four years. And that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I put on there um, the I am affirmations, right? Because what people don't realize is as much of an outgoing, bubbly person that I am, I battled with, you know, so much doubt, self-doubt. And I needed to bring myself up out of that to say, no, you are, I am, I am. So I put I am affirmations to give myself the power to forgive myself and to allow myself to be who I am, right? Unapologetically. So with that said, I've had a couple of speaking engagements that were just absolutely amazing. Um, the latest one will be the TBEX Travel Conference in Lafayette, Louisiana in October. And this is this will be my first large, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I'm so super excited about it. Also, if you guys follow me on Facebook, for the most part, I have been cooking up a storm during this pandemic. And I created a cookbook. Like, who knew? I was never interested in, like, creating a cookbook. But I created a cookbook called Nubia's Nibbles. And tell you, it's okay? been if you great. If you haven't eaten Nubia's food, you're missing out. So any chance <laughs> that you get, if she says come visit her, go visit her because she will cook for you. And, and I won't food. ask twice either. No, <laughs> and her food is amazing. So definitely check out the Thank cookbook. Thank you. I appreciate that, Francis. Um, so yes, the cookbook came out. It's doing very well. If I'm in Playa del Carmen right now, and a lot of people were without work due to tourism being closed down. So for every dollar that the cookbook gets sold, I'm going to match a dollar and going to provide some money or and or food, non-perishable items to the people in Playa del Carmen. So is for charity as well. Let's see, what else have I been up to? You know, I work for Up in the Air Life now as the director of Emerald Collection. And the sad part about that was I started in January and the pandemic happened in like March, April. So that kind of halted our travel. However, through that, right? Like I curated 10 amazing experiences through Africa and Asia. And, you know, I was so excited to be able to, and that was where the luxury trips came in because Up In The Air Life is a black owned luxury travel company. So now you see how this is all tying into like the vision board, right? However, Corona was like, not today, ma'am. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Sit your butt down. Y'all won't be traveling nowhere. Sit your, sit your behind down somewhere, right? But through that, I decided to learn how to become recession-proof. And I dived in headfirst, and I started taking courses. Because at that time, a lot of schools and companies were throwing free stuff at everybody because of the pandemic. And it wasn't time to complain. It wasn't time to do, it was time to take action and apply for whatever you could get. You know what I'm saying? That was free. So I took classes and pretty much anything that I was really interested in. Hospitality management, I got certification in that now. Sustainable tourism, got certification in that now. The toughest ones were social media marketing and digital marketing, but I got certified in those. And that took me to a whole nother level that I didn't even 
consider at first, you know, with me out of quote unquote, out of work with up in the air life, because we're not traveling, I took on and managed our marketing. So I did all the social media and digital marketing strategies. And that became a sense of like, oh my gosh, this is a skill I didn't even know I really had. Even though I was managing my own social media, I was not managing corporate social media. And that led to three contracts. Within like a month of me being certified, I am now working as a social media, social media manager and content creator for three companies, you know, and that is leading to me creating an agency because the contracts keep coming, which is great, but I'm only one person. So now I'm looking for people who have the skills and this is a plug, people who have the skills who are looking to take on some freelance jobs or, you know, that do blog creation, content creation, um, strategy, marketing for social media and digital marketing, hit me up at info at nubiayoung.com and send me your resume and a brief description of what your skills are. And let's, let's make this happen, Captain. I'm all about spreading the wealth and having people have opportunities. So that was like a whole nother thing, like creating an agency. Wow. Last but not least, y'all, and then I'm done. See, Francis, I should not have started. <laughs> Last but not least, you know, with the pandemic, I've been getting a lot of people saying, you know, I'm ready to leave America. It's time. Like, I've been thinking about it, but now it's re I'm really interested in doing it. Can you help? So I decided to get back into helping people move abroad, but this time through coaching. So I am now officially a travel and expat coach. And what I'm doing now is I'm taking clients and I'm helping them get from A to Z to be able to move effortlessly. And if you guys are Chronicles Abroad fans, you'll know that about two years ago, Francis, we yes. had created from, from novice, novice to nomad. nomad. Yeah. We had created from novice to nomad with Takesha Harvey. And unfortunately, we did not follow through with from novice to nomad again due to a lot of just miscommunication and, and just fell by the wayside. So what happened was I picked that back up and revamped it and made it into a course called novice to nomad because I wanted to keep the original format of what we had created as a, as a team. And I'm using that to help us to help me fuel this coaching course. So I'm taking clients very small amount of clients for group coaching. And that has been like such a beautiful thing because I'm, I'm really seeing people take the steps and then not just talking. Because once you pay for something, you're actually accountable for it a lot more than it is just some kind skin of, in the game. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, adding that price tag to it has made people a lot more accountable with wanting to make it happen and taking the steps. And that has been a beautiful, beautiful thing. So expat coaching. So gosh. That's nothing new. I mean, when you were living in Chiang Mai, you were helping people who were coming into Chiang Mai anyway, helping them mm -hmm. get apartments, and all that stuff. So that's, it just came back full, full circle. circle. That's all. Yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. So, so that's enough about me, y'all. Now let's take it over there and tell us, Francis, what you've been up to. Yeah. So finally, since coming back to the States, I've been in the States for over a year. Can you believe it? I was like, I'm going to be here for a few months. <laughs> well, a few months has done past, y'all. I got here back in March. March has already passed. As you can see, COVID happened, and that made me even more stationary. And, and since being back, I was like, you know, it's time for me to really step up. Because I was really trying to figure out what it meant for me to be like a therapist, what it meant for me to be a coach, because I had burnt out previously. If you follow my story back in 2013, and kind of like left the industry, needed a break, 
need to figure out what it meant for me because what I was understanding and what I realized is that the way that therapy is set up, not a lot of it is set up for us when I mean us, people of color, black people to heal appropriately and properly. So there was a huge disconnect. And I realized like the things that my people needed to heal wasn't in the same books as that was created by, when you think about therapy, it's created by like white men from a long time ago. So I actually have therapist friends who their mission is to decolonize therapy and make it accessible, more accessible to people of color. So coming back, I had to figure that out and I did. And I saw, so I finally launched Divine Resistance, which is a blog that really helps people and inspire people to remove the resistance in their lives and live a life with meaning and purpose. And I'm in the process of launching my very small, only six women max coaching where it's called the Liberated Woman, Heal the Conflict Within and Reignite not your joy where we really go deep because what, what I found is that people are saying, oh, I mean, I thought I, I thought I worked that out. Why is it still coming up? <laughs> and mostly because there's still some internal conflict that hasn't been healed yet that needs to be healed so that you can move forward in your life. So you can live a life with meaning and purpose. And so that's what I've been working on. I also was working with, not was, I still am. I joined Black Girl Ventures. And this is a friend of mine who developed this organization. And I knew her back in the poetry scene in DC. And, you know, we used to like, you know, talk and kick it, whatnot. And a year ago, she was like, hey, I'm looking for people to write some blogs. And I was like, sure, I'll help. You know, I was like, I'll write one or two blogs here and there. Well, that morphed and turned into something else. And the organization has since just, it's grown so rapidly and it's grown even more since the uprising with all the racial injustices that's been happening. And uh, they've been really receiving an outcry of support and Black Girl Ventures just basically provides access to capital for black and brown women. And you're gonna find like one, less than 1% 1 of black women receive funding for their businesses, okay? Compared to their white counterparts, which is 77%. So as you can see, there's a huge gap and we're like bootstrapping, we're trying to figure out how to grow our businesses and investors aren't finding us or saying they can't find us or whatever it is. And so their goal is to change that narrative. So I've been really working with them to create a lot of content and also been helping run some of the educational programming. So we'll do like webinars. The other day I hosted a webinar with Bumble, the VP of Bumble, um, and that was really fun. So I've been doing that. But we're also been looking into well, what more does the community need? And there's a few other clinicians who are part of the ecosystem. So we're thinking of developing something that will support, whether it's coaching or therapy, still in the process, early stages, to support the community of women who not only have to like deal with like corporate America or their businesses, running their businesses, but also dealing with day-to-day -day racism. It's just a whole bunch of stuff just being like, you know, black women, you know, we tend to like be super women and come in here mm -hmm. and try to do it I all. Got it. I got, I got it. Don't it. worry about it. I got it. I got it. it. I'm going to handle it. And at some point, that is It'll not sustainable. Done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not sustainable. So in any which way that we can help and support the community, that's what we're doing. Uh, and so right now, I've just been focusing on establishing myself as a therapist and a coach and yeah, building my coaching practice, Black Girl Ventures, which fuels my passion for social justice, but I'll also be taking clients, small amount of clients, because we go deep. So private clients, maybe two to three individually, but with the group coaching, I can serve a little bit more, which is like six people. So keeping it really mm -hmm. small, really manageable um, so that I can really be present for the people that I serve. Yeah, I'm, but I'm ready to move forward. I've had this time where I have time with my family, reconnect with my sister and my cousins. What so, about the, you have a new podcast as well, right? Oh, shoot. I, see, yeah, see, so this much, is what happens so when much. you have multiple things going on. You fit, listen, <laughs> yeah. I get it. 
Ah, uh, yeah. So me and my therapist friends, and this is an idea that I thought about when I was living in Thailand and it took a little while, mm-hmm. but me and my therapist friends, I invited them to come join me on a podcast called Tapped, which is Therapists of People Too. And the premise behind that is just really humanizing therapists and healers who are doing the work mm-hmm. and really giving them support to give them permission to be human. And so we have a lot of conversations. It's pretty radical. We're a little nervous about launching it because the way that we talk, you don't hear therapists and healers talk the way that we do. Um, mm-hmm. We challenge a lot of systems. Uh, we challenge the dismantling of systems and we challenge our white counterparts. Because what you're going to find is like in the field of therapy and counseling, it's pretty white. Okay. So, so it's goal, podcasting. Right. And so it's, the goal is white male dominated. Exactly. So the goal here is like, you know, who is supporting therapists of color? It's not a show predominantly for therapists of color, but it's really a show to have these conversations, these radical mm-hmm. conversations. We talk about relationships. We talk about depression, codependency, family, friendships. We just talk about the regular ass life of like things that therapists deal with on a regular basis. And so, I mean, sometimes we review movies or shows, <laughs> a series. Last time we reviewed Little Fires. Uh, and so we broke that down. Little fires everywhere. So that was fun. And so that's ongoing as well. And we have some that are coming up soon with that. But yeah, so this year has been really me focusing on my family, reconnecting with friends. But I'm ready to travel. I'm ready to go <laughs> again and ready to leave. Look, I'll, I'll let y'all know. I finally did do a little bit of traveling. And I left Mexico for a couple of days and I went to the States. I do this thing called the annual re-up. And I'll go to the States and I'll buy everything I can on Amazon and then bring it back to the country that I'm in. Well, it was quite interesting traveling again, I must say. As much as I love travel, I was tapped out, tapped out. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. Just to see the amount of people, like coming back into Mexico, the flight was pretty much full. Families come into Mexico to vacation, coming to Cancun. And I was like, wow. I was really surprised because I was thinking that, you know, it would just be a couple of us on a flight. No, people are going back to it. The airlines are handling it. What it is, right? Mm -hmm. The the airlines are handling it well, except for one thing I must say, you know, I I wouldn't guess that we have any Trump supporters on our podcast because we're very anti-Trump, even though we don't express it. I hope y'all know. And if you don't know, now, you know, now, you know. (laughs) so if you're a trump supporter you don't need to support us because we ain't nowhere near it well what i did notice is i had to fly into dallas as a layover and at the time i was in dc going to dallas so i'm at the dc airport and i'm at the gate and i noticed that the group of people that did not have on their mask also had make america great again hats and t-shirts and those kind of thing and they were heading back to dallas and i was just like interesting Uh everybody else mask you know gloves or you know some people even had on hazmat suits from head to toe (laughs) but um i mean because you know at first but at first i was like hazmat suit but then i was like i don't know what that person's going through they could be you know they could have lupus they could have cancer they can have some autoimmune that they really can't afford right so yeah you need to protect yourself from head to toe so that's why i wasn't i didn't because at first I went to snap the picture and do the whole, and I was just like, no, Nubia, like, that's not even, that's not going down. So, but I did realize that the ones that did not have on mask and that wanted to defy the whole, you know, being uh, safe were Trump supporters. Well, it's the idea that you telling me what to do, right? That's the mm-hmm. American perception, American mentality. You can't 
take away my rights to do this and right to do that. When this is a time for us to really come together and support each other, because me wearing my mask is protecting you as well. Mm -hmm. And so this is like a community effort to keep people safe. And I think that's the difference between what America is doing here versus what Asia is doing and how Asia has been able to contain it as much as they have, because there's a sense of community where there's a sense of individualism and there's pros and cons to both, don't get me wrong, but that individualism is going to hurt us in a time like this. And yeah. So- I just wish the airlines would had for, not, you know, like told them, you know, you're required, it. Mm-hmm. forced it, enforced it. And I, you know, I don't know if it was an airline thing or just the airport thing, but a part of me was just like, you know, they need to enforce this. Which you is know, interesting because in the, in the stores, I can't go in a store without a mask on. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? So I'm surprised that, surprised but not surprised these days, <laughs> that they're just allowing it. And maybe, like you said, maybe it's just the airport and maybe they can't, they have to wear it on the plane or something, but yeah. I don't know, child. It's been a On the flight, they did say specifically that, um, and I flew American Airlines, that masks were required. You know, that was actually said over the loudspeaker for the duration of the whole entire flight. The only time that, you know, it's allowed to take it off or not to to have it on your nose and mouth is when you're eating and drinking. That was actually said. But I mean, that was my experience traveling. It was very awkward, very different. You know, we all know that wearing these masks all day is uncomfortable, Um, especially, you know, learning the kind of masks that work for you because a lot of the material is not breathable. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got these masks and you're trying to breathe, but it's just you're suffocating. It feels like you're suffocating. Um, Some masks are very tough on our ears, pulling them forward. You know, this is just a bunch of things, you know, so it's tough on the skin, you know, creating rings, whatever the case may be. It's been difficult for a lot of us to deal with them. However, we just want to plead with you guys to stay safe, you know, stay safe, continuously wash your hands. You don't really realize the amount of times in a day that you wipe your eyes, that you touch your face, that you, you know, all of those things. So the best thing to do is wear a mask because the moment you go to touch your face, you realize you have a mask on, right? So that's actually, but if you don't have on a mask, then you're making yourself susceptible. Yeah, so those, please, those are great tips. Yeah, please be safe. So Francis, mm-hmm. should we let them know really quickly about some of the upcoming changes that they'll be seeing in Chronicles Abroad? Yeah, for sure. I mean, some of the changes that you're going to be seeing, we're going to be less interview heavy. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're not going to bring some folks to Amazing bring different guests. perspectives, but mm-hmm. it's going to be more Nubia and I uh, talking about various topics, you know, related to travel, life, mental health, all that stuff that we, you know, this podcast has always been pretty holistic mm-hmm. and our goal is to inspire you to travel with passion and purpose. And that will continue. Uh, it's just going to look a little bit differently. You let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback to see how you like it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be less interview heavy. We want to make sure you'll never miss a show. So be sure to swing by our website at chroniclesabroad.com where you can subscribe via iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. While you're at it, we'll appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend or five about the show, that will help us out big time. We would love to have you join our growing Facebook community. Yes, y'all. We finally opened up our group called Chronicles Abroad Collective. This is the name of the group. This is where we share tips, resources, and encouragement. If you love the episodes, then you'll love the community even more. Simply click the join button. Can't wait to see you guys there. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to connect on a different level, right? Because what I realize is we have a, a lot of wonderfully 
dynamic interviews that are going on on Chronicles or that we have done. But with that said, it's like, there's so much more that we can tap into, right? Because we've shared stories for the last three years and we'll continue to share stories. However, now it's time to really talk about topics. Let's talk about what's going on in modern day society, what's going on in the travel game, what's going on with you guys. You know, um, we really want you guys to send us your thoughts, send us some, maybe even if you wanted to do anonymous questions, send us stuff that we can actually use and say online, which would be awesome. I think that would be dope is to do like a forum type of style of our guests that want to send us in questions and we will address those questions on ear. Also coming up, I will actually be hosting a webinar in conjunction with Chronicles Abroad called In Full Transparency, The Life of a Woman of Color Abroad. And so I'm bringing on 15 amazing women of color who live in different countries around the world, Africa, Asia, you know, the Americas, Europe. And we're going to discuss in full transparency what life is like for us in these countries. And not just, oh, come move to this country. Oh, don't move to this country. But how to move to that country, visa requirements, length of stay, like what it's really like dealing with immigration, those kind of things that you don't get the the true gist of. So I'm hoping to see that turn into like a series, right? That we can actually have these transparent discussions with people. And I'm I'm really hoping that Chronicles Abroad can adapt like this, this I don't know how to say it, a medium, right? Where we, because Zoom, we are all, we should be Zoom experts, am, okay? But I'm all Zoomed out. <laughs> out. <laughs> but, you know, we can have conversations with, you know, all of you guys at once. Like maybe we can host a live webinar and just have you guys on. I don't know, but the sky is the limit. We are doing this with no limitations. Really, we're going to try some new styles out. we Definitely want to continue to hear from you guys. Shoot us emails, info at chroniclesabroad.com. Let us know what you want, what you don't like. I mean, seriously, this is time to jump in. We want to be more interactive with you guys. And that's going to be the goal for the upcoming season. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see the pivot. As you know, like a lot of people have had to pivot this past few months, you know, Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite quotes thus far for the year is, never let a, a good crisis go to waste or something like that. There's opportunities <laughs> in the crisis. It sounds weird, but like for okay. real, you know, when you think about it, whether you break up with somebody, you know, there's opportunities mm-hmm. in to learn, any, to learn in any crisis situation. And I think these past few months, we've had to learn a lot about ourselves mm-hmm. and each other so much. So, and I think that's changed the fabric of our society. And I'm excited to see what post COVID looks like. I'm excited to see people really stepping into their purpose, mm-hmm. you know, sharing their gifts and talents with the world. And I'm excited just to see us really focusing on the things that really matter. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you guys for joining us for today's episode. Wow. I'm just, I'm glad that we were able to let you guys know what we've been up to. Again, we sincerely apologize for the ghosting. It's not like us and it won't happen again. 
And we're just looking to stay on that trajectory, man. Let's, let's take this to the next level, continue to support us, continue to rate, review, share, subscribe, all of those great things. And we will continue to support you guys in any way that we can. Exactly. And thank you so much for rocking with us so far. And, uh, Keep an eye out for us. You know, some people are like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so we appreciate those people who have checked in on us and wondering where we're at. But we're here. Uh, we're still here. We're here. All right. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Chronicles Abroad. Please support us by sharing this podcast through your social media platforms. Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and hit that like button at Chronicles underscore abroad. Find us online at our website, chroniclesabroad.com for tips, resources, and ways we can collaborate. So don't forget to join us next week for another episode. Until then, beautiful people, thanks for listening. Music by Stephanie James and Almighty K-Rock, produced by Adam Marcus.